0: Hello ladies and gentlemen. I am at Emporium in San Francisco for Ugwa versus Pride Style Pride of the Underground with one half of the Ugwa tag team champions and the current PPW Cruiserweight champion, The Last Spine Bender, Kenny K. Kenny, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm chilling, chilling. Uh this is fun, man cuz like I always see you at shows and I'm like, let me interview Kenny K. <laughs> hey, so, I'm here for it. Yeah, so I I first got well, like started seeing your stuff like when Ugwa started doing those Level Up shows, you wrestled Starboy Charlie. Okay. I'm like, this dude is dope. Why, why? Have I just not been been like that tapped
1: into the scene like I thought I was? Maybe could be. I don't know. It depends on if you're just going to those shows or wherever you're you're being around. I think at that time I was uh, getting back into kind of full swing of things. So.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let, let's just this is gonna be a general like just synopsis of like your career and everything. Okay. So. I didn't know you. You came to the U.S. from Germany at age seven, so you you were born in Germany. Yep. Were parents military or?
1: No, 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 no. Okay. No, I mean my dad was military, but he was German military.
0: Got you, got you. (laughs) Okay. So then you. He was in the Air Force there. You you moved you moved to Florida. Yes,
1: originally moved to uh, Orlando. Okay. From Nuremberg.
0: Got you, got you, got you. Uh, So when did you start falling in love with wrestling man like were you that young or did you wait till you were like an adolescent or uh
1: it wasn't in it wasn't in germany it was in the u.s so uh after i moved to orlando uh we moved from orlando to california initially uh first i was living in napa and then kind of moved to the bay area gotcha um so, from there, when I went to elementary school, I just met some friends. They were into it. I wasn't really into it. I had a story about where I remember specifically when I was younger going to, like, a um, like a Target or something and picking, uh, walking past the toy aisle and seeing uh, somebody grab one of those uh, WWE fake replica belts okay. and thinking to myself how dumb that was. <laughs> um, and then, you know, two weeks later, I was buying one myself because uh, I got into it with a buddy of mine. And then from there, it just kind of blossomed. So... In elementary school, we initially started to just kind of wrestle, you know, in the uh, in the f- recess time, okay. and then uh, from there we kind of built into a bigger thing, really.
0: Yeah, in- independent public access at 14 years of age.
1: Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So we ended up um, at first we started out on a trampoline like a lot of kids do uh, in my parents' backyard, and uh, we that's we actually created a lot of like the entire federation whatever you want to call it then and then from there we moved to my buddy uh, my buddy's house and then uh we we were kind of wrestled on like dirty mattresses and gross stuff and then eventually saved up and got a ring Gotcha. and we oh, actually God. ended up getting uh the day that we got the ring um, delivered we got uh, the news from San Francisco came. I don't. I've never saw, saw the footage though.
0: Okay,
1: all right. Which was really cool. That was uh, trippy as a kid. Right on. So then, a
0: couple years after that, you you start officially training at Brawl at the age of sixteen. Yep. Uh, Rick Luxury was was the trainer, right?
1: Uh, there was a couple trainers. So uh-huh. it was uh, Joe Applebaum. So uh, Pogo the Clown at the time. Okay. Or. Formerly Pogo the Clown, uh, Coach Nuggs is how he is who he goes by got now. Got you, got you. Um, Rick Luxury, uh, Dustin and Derek Mel, the Stoner Brothers. Yes. Uh, DJ Riz, uh, sometimes uh, El Chupacabra would come through. Okay. Um, and I would even see um, Arcade, who was who's Pong now. Okay, <laughs> at the time. Got gotcha, you, got gotcha. you. So you started training at
0: sixteen. Did you? I mean, you were like wrestling with your friends, so you kind of picked it up relatively quickly. You could say,
1: or uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I would say I, we picked it up relatively quickly. I mean, maybe not the correct way to do things, especially inside a ring. Yeah, we, the ring was pretty new to us. I mean, we were filming, you know, for, like, uh, TV. That's how I learned how to edit and everything, from VHS to VHS initially. And then I used started going to computer programs. But we had to get it on an actual VHS tape because that's how the public access system worked at the time. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so uh, in the ring, it was... It was relatively easy initially, um, but like, you know, doing certain things uh, correctly, the training obviously helped okay. with. So I did catch on quickly and it, it helped with later getting the professional training. Gotcha. So when was your first match? Uh, 2000, I want to say 2005, May 2005. Okay. And I believe it was a tag match at UWA in this like low ceiling building with. Maybe three people, three kids watching. It was a free show next to a skate park somewhere. I don't remember where where exactly it was. Did everything
0: kind of go according to plan or did it flow
1: smoothly? I think it went pretty well. I don't think it went that terribly bad, but if I watched it back now, I probably wouldn't enjoy it too much. I think it was, you know, as a kid, you go in there and you have a different idea of what, what you should do as a wrestling match.
0: Yeah, we're we're all our own worst critics, you right? Know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, when did you develop the last spine bender
0: character? Because I mean, you're basically your character is you're, you're the god of the backbreaker, basically.
1: I wouldn't say the but god of the backbreaker. I am just I, the last of my kind who has studied a martial art that's lost to the world.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. I was going to say
1: Messiah, but I remembered Roderick Strong. Roderick Strong—that's his. He was—he was one of the people that I would say was one of the closest to becoming a spine bender, essentially. Okay. Or somebody who would follow in the steps, or maybe has, or just didn't know about it. Okay. And then wasn't able to unlock the secrets fully. Okay.
0: But but really, when 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 did you realize this is what
1: I want to do? This is how I want to present myself. Uh, I want to say 2015, kind of. I started to, I mean, even early on, I was, I was pretty uh, enamored by backbreakers in general as a move. I did them for a long time anyway, but I think in 2015 is probably when I really decided to kind of shift it towards that way in order to keep things a little bit more uh, concise, specific. Okay. Um, targeting a certain region has its advantages, obviously, right? Like, yeah. So if I stray too far, then it doesn't make as much sense kind of things like that so um that's kind of when i decided to do it as far as how i came up with it and how it kind of went about it was just something that i think it just clicked over time and slowly built its way into what it became
0: that's awesome man so about 10 years into the game you were like let's yeah let's let's do this you know sometimes
1: it takes time you know i had characters before obviously you know because i was wrestling before then but it, I, I think that's true with with the wrestling career. I think a lot of wrestlers say this: seven, ten years in, you really start to kind of click things. Gotcha. And as far as a gimmick goes, and personality goes, I think that's really when it started to click for me. What was the first character? First character professionally? Yes. <laughs> um, so I think I want to say there's two. So initially it was called it was Nick Rage. Okay. And then Kenny K right after that. But the uh, the idea of Kenny K at the time was was more of like a a breakdancer, a wannabe breakdancer. Got you. Okay. Yeah. Right on. Right on. I love breakdancing, but I wasn't super good at it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Might have to break some of that out one one more time yeah. for the one time.
0: Yeah. So I mean, people really took notice of you at Hood Slam. You've become kind of like a Hood Slam staple. How did you get involved with them?
1: Um, well, I knew Chic for. I've known Sheik for for many years. Obviously, since since I've started. Yeah. Even came through. Uh, you know, I've wrestled Sheik plenty of times in, in Brawl and even Devil Mountain back then. Okay. Um. And and I we've just had a, a relationships so that goes back so far. So that's kind of how I got involved. Initially, I was wrestling at the Stoner U Dojo shows uh, a lot more frequently, just to kind of just to go in there and have some more matches and stuff like that. Get gain experience. It's always good to have more matches. And uh, I started to form a group there with uh, with a few people, and it was called Fantastic Four Twenty, which kind of bled into. Okay bled into hood slam
0: that's awesome man that's awesome you just wrestled mike bailey yes i saw clips of that that looked
1: awesome what what was what was that like for you um it was a great experience i mean it it was something that um i don't it's hard to explain because you it's 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 like a next level of wrestling right so you you can only be You can only perceive yourself at a certain level until you get a chance to wrestle somebody that you either think is above you or is above you, whatever it may be, right? And I wrestle so many great people, um, but I'm in an area where I tend to wrestle them frequently, so it's, it's hard to get outside talent to wrestle me. And when I do get to wrestle outside talent, regardless if it's Mike Bailey or somebody else that's new, it's always really interesting and unique to learn from their perspective and how they do things and how the match progresses and kind of how things flow organically between us. Got you, got you. But well, it was great. It was awesome. It was <laughs> painful. It looked fun. It looked like a lot of fun. painful at times, but, <laughs> but I'm hoping I, uh, I reciprocated some of that. Yes, sir. So, one of the premier
0: acts at Hood Slam is uh, the squad, UND Rogue. Squad, squad. And, oh, my voice cracked, I'm sorry. Um, so, UND Rogue are defending the. Uh, squad, 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 squad. <laughs> defending the Ugwatag titles tonight against the Las Vegas murder scene. Uh, what can we expect, man?
1: Um, I don't know. So uh, from my understanding, there's a bit of a snowfall, so I don't know if that might end up changing the uh, the whole game. So This will be released after this, so it's okay. Okay, fine. Okay, <laughs> so uh, I'm actually wrestling in a triple threat tonight. Okay, all yeah, right. so I'm wrestling in a triple threat against Midas Creed and Johnny Robbie. Oh, all right. Yep. That's going to be dope. Very well-known opponents. Um, two Two of the four opponents that were in the match to win this belt so the only one missing was daniel torch okay and um so the these guys are probably going to be a little bit um ready to get after me <laughs> all right right on right on so uh, it looks like
0: you've done a lot in your career obviously we got the championships showing uh, what, what, else, what else do you want to accomplish man
1: what's what's left for kenny k to do what's left for me to do i, I what, whatever is in front of me whatever the opportunity arises i will take that's okay. what's left for me to do. Got you, got you. I, go ahead. Man. Oh, I was about to say, is there more? <laughs> is, is there more? No, I don't. I don't necessarily. I mean, I'd love to get on a on a bigger stage. I'd love to wrestle more opponents like Speedball Mike Bailey. I'd love to. I'd love to be more exposed to people who may not know of me, or maybe get booked in more places and areas that will uh, allow me those opportunities. All That's right. really what I'm looking forward to. I'm really looking forward to making great matches and putting on good shows that's that's all I want to do awesome awesome Kenny this has been a pleasure now it's time for the rapid fire portion of the interview okay I'm going to ask you a
0: question just for, we, we, honest answer
1: okay I've taken oh. a lot of bumps so my brain goes slow
0: favorite gimmick of all time oh shit AJ Styles alright uh, favorite wrestler of all time
1: oh god uh, AJ Styles <laughs> <laughs> <There>
0: Ricochet Ricochet <laughs> okay alright alright uh, favorite match of all time a match you think is an absolute master class
1: oh damn that is hard there's so many matches there are there, there are a lot of matches uh, okay um, I think it was a four-way Samoa Joe AJ Styles Christopher Daniels and Chris Sabin. TNA oh. that sounds right
0: <laughs> that sounds that, that, I'm sure that happened <laughs> and then uh, favorite match you've ever had
1: favorite m- Critten versus Mike Bailey
0: okay just recently right on right on yeah
1: lastly have the glasses ever stayed on for a whole match yes always
0: <laughs> all right
1: uh, Kenny K, this has been a pleasure, man. Let the people know where to find you. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok, YouTube, anywhere. Just go to Linktree. Link, L-I-N-K-T dot, or no, L-I-N-K-T. What is it? L-I-N-K. there a graphic for it, man. It's okay, Linktree slash Kenny K5. The E-E, it's dot E-E. That's all I know. Yes. That's specifically what yes. it is. So Linktree uh, slash Kenny K5. That has all my links. All the uh, prices for my merch has a music video of my recent stuff. So that's where you can find me. Check everything out there. Right on. Kenny K, everybody.